Dread Podcast Network presents. Wendell Griffin Graves grew up loving two things trivia and horror movies. Wendell had one lifelong dream to be a contestant on a national TV game show. Please welcome our next contestant, Wendell G., everybody. It says here you're a horror movie fan, so this first question should be easy. Which of the following horror movies does not feature a chainsaw? A. The Evil Dead. B. Pieces. C. A Nightmare on Elm Street. Or D. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Between the pressure of being on national television and the heat of the bright lights, Wendell choked. D. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So sorry, Wendell. Obviously, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre features a chainsaw. Wendell's televised humiliation drove him mad. After dropping off the grid, he's believed to be the quiz show killer, torturing his victims by making them answer horror trivia questions. If you have any information on his whereabouts, please contact your local authorities. Hello, Hello and, and welcome, welcome to Kimmy Survive the Cellar. We are a horror trivia podcast. I am the ghost of Kim Burns. And I'm the ghost of Katrin Porter. Each episode, two contestants duke it out in a battle of wits and horror knowledge to try and escape from a serial killer's cellar. Unfortunately, we didn't escape when he captured us, hence we're some sexy little ghosts now. And now we're trapped here, doomed to ghost host this show for the entirety of the flat circle that is time. Kat, who's our first contestant? Our first victim. So sorry, contestant is Matt Mercer. Welcome. I'm so excited to be here. I don't want to die. (laughs) Oh, but then you get to hang out with us, Matt. Oh, that's a good point. I'm thrilled to be here on all counts. Yay. Good. Matt is an actor and filmmaker from Los Angeles. It says here, and Matt, we're going to need you to tell us about this, that you almost had your hand bitten off by a shark. That's correct. Uh, I was on a scuba diving trip when I was a teenager. I'm a huge fan of Jaws, so it would be appropriate if I died this way. But basically, I was on a dive, and it was one of these things where you go down, and to everyone kind of gets around a reef about 60 feet below the surface, and they chum the water with fish, and these gray reef sharks come in and just have this feeding frenzy. And I touched one of the sharks when it was swimming out of the feeding frenzy. I reached up and touched its its belly, which is a terrible idea during a feeding frenzy because Uh they think you have fish. And it turned around and tried to bite my hand off. No! Which I didn't know until we got back to the dive shop because I saw it on video. Wow. So I guess my next question, Matt, is are you still a fan of Jaws? Still a fan. Wow. Still love it. And I'm glad I didn't die that way. Because not only, you know, I would have not only lost a hand, there would have been blood in the water. I would have been eaten by many sharks. Many oh, 100%. Sharks. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not a way to go. Yeah. You are the chum then. I become the chum. Yes. And I don't mean friend. <laughs> bloody, uh, bloody meat. Well, Kim, who is our next bag of chum? For Wendell. <laughs> Welcome to the shark pool. It's Graham Skipper. Woo! Hashtag become the chub. <laughs> <laughs> Graham is a filmmaker living in Austin, Texas, who likes to make movies and get killed in movies. I love to die. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? It says here you co-founded the Rated R Heart Speakeasy in LA, which will return. <laughs> Yay! Yay! 
Yeah, Radar Horror Speakeasy. It's a it's a horror kids clubhouse. You know, it's the best way I can describe it. I love we it. We love it. I know it's it's well. That's why I met you guys. Yeah. Was there and and it's uh, a thing that I miss greatly. And that unfortunately the pandemic shut down. But now that things are going to be safer and we're figuring out how to do this stuff safely, um, because even though we all like to die, we don't like to really die. This is this <laughs> is correct. Yes. And so uh, yeah, but it will come back, and we're very very excited about that eventuality which hopefully will be sooner rather than later. We are too. And I guess I just do need to ask, will we still be admitted though we are no longer corporeal? Well, that's fine. That's fine. I mean, we have plenty of demons and there's a couple banshees that have come. Oh, nice. I mean, there's, there's all sorts of, you know, uh, ethereal beings that, that show up and, Oh, we asked that you buy a drink, really. Yeah, you know? great. We'll fit right in. Love it. And start our new club. And you two have a movie that recently came out. Can you tell us about that? Yes. Yeah, it's a movie titled Dementia Part 2, which I was a co-director on along with Mike Teston. And uh, I'm also in it. And Graham is in it. Uh, and I cast him because he's. I knew he'd be great at playing a greaseball. <laughs> and he plays my parole officer. And he is basically uh, Dennis Franz on cocaine in the movie. <laughs> From Psycho 2. He's just so greasy and disgusting. Which and- I think was your actual direction to me. You were like, <laughs> Dennis Franz on cocaine, be sweaty and greasy, slick your hair back. Yeah. All right. Wow. Great. That's amazing. Nailed it. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good time, and we made the movie very quickly. Uh, Graham got the script. He had about 14 pages of dialogue, and he got the script uh, the night before and memorized it all. Wow. So it was really impressive. Profesh. Sir. Yeah. Profesh. <laughs> <laughs> nice work. And where can our, our lovely listeners see this movie? It's uh, coming out theatrically limited on May 21st Ooh. and then on VOD June 1st. And, a bl- and Blu-ray. It'll be out on Blu-ray as well. Long live physical media. Yay. Awesome. Make sure to go watch yes, it. Please. Thank you. All right, gentlemen. You're probably a little confused. Like, why am I here? Where is my adorable new puppy? But we don't have a lot of time. So here's the tea. Where did she go? Where did she go? I've been following her life on Facebook. You know, we have Ghost Book here and it's, uh, we're so big fans. She's missing me right now. I better get back to her, which means that Matt must die. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been keeping our, our ghost lives really cute and delightful. So thank you for that. But back to the task at hand because you guys have been kidnapped by Wendell Griffin Graves, a.k.a. the Quiz Show Killer. Now, he's headed out on an errand to Filene's basement, mistaking it for the Pier 1 of people keeping prisoners in their basement. But he is going to be back soon. Before he gets back, we're going to ask you three rounds of trivia questions about horror movies, TV shows, true crime, general creepiness. Each round, you'll acquire survival items to help you escape the cellar. You need to pay attention to how your opponent plays the game, because at the end, you're going to have to decide if you want to team up with them or leave them for dead, and escape the cellar by yourself. If you get stumped on a question, each player gets to use the Ouija board one time per game, and you get to ask for some help from one of your ghost hosts. Now, as if playing for your lives wasn't enough motivation, today's winner will also receive a $100 Amazon gift card. Woo! And not only that, but the winner also gets a prize pack featuring Blu-rays and swag courtesy of Dread. And get this. Whoever makes it out of the cellar will be eligible to return to the cellar to hang out with us for our season finale, where players have a chance at a $1,000 prize. Damn. Yeah, we don't play. We don't play in the basement. You are not messing around. So shall we get into it, gentlemen? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Round one. Category is better off dead. 
questions about horror sequels that were never made. Kim, I told you to put your phone on silent. I'm sorry, bitch. (laughs) But it's a news alert. Oh, what does it say? Quiz show killer suspect Wendell Griffin Graves was spotted attacking a lottery display at local convenience store Munchbox, where he could be heard muttering that he, quote, should have been a millionaire. Oh, Wendell. We all should have been millionaires, but I, I get it. But you, he's he's losing it, guys. He's losing it. Yeah, he really is. We need to get started before he comes back. Question number one. John Carpenter considered returning to the Halloween films in 1994. He went so far as to partner with New Line to bid on the rights to the franchise with plans to set Halloween 6 in what location? Oh, boy. <laughs> there again. This is... This is tough. Matt's <laughs> locked in. I'm locked in. I am obsessed with the Halloween franchise. I'm gonna say what I wish what I wish it would have been. I love that. I love that choice. All right. <laughs> and Matt, what did you have? Outer space. That is correct. Is that correct? Is that, that is correct? correct? Yeah. I said an aquarium because <laughs> how cool would that have been? Michael Can you imagine? An aquarium. It's honestly it's scary. Yeah. Wait, can we make that? <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, is this now a pitch meeting for that movie? I certainly hope so. That's the next place I want it to go. Is it Jaws and Halloween? Come yeah, oh, there my it is. God. Michael's chumming the water. Yes! With, with Graham's body We're parts. doing it, Perfect. you guys. Yes! And then the cult of Thorn puts Michael's soul into a shark. Yes! <gasps> yes! Um, and the shark yes. is wearing the Michael Myers mask. Yes. Absolutely. Done. It kind of looks like uh, like Thomas the Tank Engine, but it's a shark with William Shatner's face. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Well, guys, we got to get you guys out of the basement so we can start making this movie. So okay. looks like Matt has taken an early lead. The score is one nothing. So let's move on to question two. <laughs> John Saxon, who played Nancy's policeman father, Donald, in A Nightmare on Elm Street, wrote a treatment for a prequel to the song. Which featured the twist that the Springwood slasher wasn't Freddy Krueger after all, but was actually this real life killer. Graham is locked in. This is okay. (laughs) All right. Matt's locked in. Okay, Graham, you locked in first. So what did you have? I said John Wayne Gacy. Oh, incorrect. Damn. Matt, what did you get? Uh, Son of Sam Mm. killer. Son of Sam Killer. <laughs> Both really great answers. No, he went for Charles Manson. Wow. Good old really? Charlie. Wow. That's a little, a little basic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't yeah. made because it was too basic. Fair, yeah. Fair. yeah. All right. Matt's yeah. still up. One nothing. Question number three. Steven Spielberg planned a horror sequel to the movie E.T., which would have featured Elliot and his siblings being abducted and tortured by evil aliens before being rescued by the lovable extraterrestrial. What was the title of this horrible idea? And this one's multiple choice, although Graham looks like he already fucking knows it. So option A, E.T. Invasion. B, E.T. Nocturnal Fears. C, E.T. Enemies in Our Midst. Matt's locked in. Graham, what did you have? It said Nocturnal Fears. That's correct. And Matt, what did you have? I had B. Nocturnal fears. Ooh, both correct. Nice job. Okay, so recapping the scores here, Matt is still in the lead two to one. Let's see if Graham can catch up with question number four. The 2015 flop, Solace, starring Anthony Hopkins, 
was at one time developed as a sequel to David Fincher's 1995 thriller Seven, in which Morgan Freeman's character, Detective Somerset, would have gained what supernatural ability? Oh my goodness. Blindsided me with this one. I don't know. There's so many. Uh... Okay. Okay. Graham's locked in. Matt is flabbergasted. I'm flabbergasted. Uh, but I'm going to be right. Ooh. Oh, confident. Wow. Throwing the gauntlet. Yes, he is. Okay, Graham, you locked in first. So what is your answer? I said telekinesis. Telekinesis is correct. Psychic powers. Matt, oh. did you keep your lead? Telepathy. Telepathy we will also accept. Yes. Wow. I'm coming for you, Graham. <laughs> so is Wendell. The correct answer is psychic powers. And the plan was to actually call it eight with the number eight standing in for the G. Oh, that's so weird. So eight, eight. Yeah. Which is what seven, seven yeah. is really, you know. It's sort of like how when you learn that Super Mario's last name is Mario. <laughs> Mario, so Mario. Mario, 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 Mario. Yeah. yeah. And then your yeah. brain explodes. Again, again yeah. category is... Things that weren't made. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. It's still a close, close round. Matt's in the lead three to two. Okay. Last question of the round. This is it. After the success of Freddy vs. Jason, a script was hastily written for an ill-conceived cash grab that would have pitted the leprechaun against which other horror villain? Graham is locked in immediately. I think he knows. I just did a whole show about this. The answer is Candyman. That's correct. Oh, no. <laughs> Matt, what did you have? I did Pinhead. Pinhead. Oh, that would have been a great one. And now I'm realizing that would have made no sense because I think it was a different... Because yeah. oh. Leprechaun and Candyman made oh, a lot of sense. What, like Candyman? <laughs> yeah. <Leprechaun? laughs> <Okay>. Right. <laughs> Tony Todd flatly refused that Exactly. One. Well, Tony Todd's a smart man. So, Kim, do you know what time it is? I really do. I know you're excited, Kat. I know you're excited. Go ahead, girl. Okay. It's a tiebreaker. So, gentlemen, I would like you to answer the following. Film executives have lost their minds and asked you to come up with a family-friendly reboot for the Purge franchise. What's your take? We'll choose our favorite. Oh, my God. I love these subjective uh, tiebreakers. Uh, uh, uh. These make me so happy. <laughs> All right, let's see. All right, I got it. Graham's locked in, and Matt's locked in. Okay, Graham, you locked in first. Pitch us. All right, so it's an animated Muppet Babies style <laughs> adventure, and it's a version of the Purge where a bunch of babies navigate Purge Night to steal one of their big sister's toys because they're not normally allowed to do that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Okay, Matt, what's yours? Okay, mine is, uh, it's like a, a Pixar-style animated wow. film as well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It takes place inside the human body Ooh. when a kid, <gasps> a kid has an upset stomach, and we follow the good bacteria versus oh. the bad bacteria inside until the kid is able to purge, and it's called the poopy <gasps> purge. <gasps> oh, oh, my gosh. Man. Oh, brilliant. Oh, man. Honestly, oh, brilliant. Man. Gosh, this is tough. Oh, I always gosh. go to scatological humor when I have names. That, that had to go blue. It had to go blue. Family friendly. Oh, but you know me, I, I love I love science and body poop humor. This is a tough That's one. Really tough. What do we what do we think what do we think is gonna have the biggest audience here? Okay, so the winner is uh, 
Matt. Yes. Ah, poop always wins. <laughs> All right, guys. We're at a very important part of the show because you now get to choose your survival items. And Matt, since you won that round, you get first choice. You can choose item number one, which is a handkerchief, and give the mystery item to Graham, or you can take your chances and take the mystery item yourself and leave Graham with the handkerchief. Interesting, interesting. Well, a handkerchief is very useful. You can dry things with it. You can uh, use it as a tourniquet. Mm. Uh, you can use it as a hair tie. I have long hair right now. You can tie yeah, my hair up. When you so got to get down eyes, to business. So see, right, right. see when, yep. when he's coming. But I also like taking risks. And I'm going to go with the mystery okay. item. I have a good feeling about this mystery item. Well, this is very exciting. So that means that Graham has a hanky and Matt has wasp spray. Mm. Ooh. Ooh. I'm already dreading what Wendell has in store if wasp spray is something that we need. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Wendell always has something creepy in store, so let's move on to round two, shall we? Sounds good. Yeah. Oh, oh, Kim, that was mine. I told you to put your phone on silent, then my phone. You always do that. I know. I'm a hypocrite. Sorry. Authorities have uncovered a long-abandoned blog written by Wendell, filled with lengthy rants claiming that lottery winners don't deserve their money. He did lose all that money in the game show, so. Anyway, <laughs> round two. This is called The Anatomy of Horror. It's questions about body parts. Ooh, my fave. Just as a reminder, you both still have one Ouija board left if you um, get stumped on a question and want to ask for help. And the score is going to reset zero to zero. All right. So question number one of round two, gentlemen. It's widely reported that Ridley Scott didn't rehearse the infamous chest burster scene in Alien with his cast because he wanted to capture their authentic reactions on film. Which cast member fainted during the filming of that scene? Ah! Oh my gosh, I love that so much. Matt's locked in. He's locked in already? Yes, he is. Oh, I can't think of her name. Why can I not think of her name right (laughs) now? Because you're so Um, close to death, Graham. Oh, God. Well, (laughs) I'm I'm going to put a descriptive term on there. That'll, that'll help. Oh, this is horrible. I'm going to lose my horror street cred on this. Oh, yes, you are. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Graham is locked in. Matt, since you locked in first, why don't you tell us what you had? I have Veronica Cartwright. Veronica Cartwright. Yes. Correct. And Graham, what do you have? I said I said blonde short hair. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, that, we will accept that answer. That means round two is all tied up. Oh, man. Holy moly. Question number two. The Crypt Keeper puppet from HBO's Tales from the Crypt recycled the eyes of which horror icon? Oh, Matt seems confident. I got this one. He's locked in. Oh, man, this is tough. I, I want to save my Ouija board. Uh, I'm going to give the wrong answer, but it'll be a cute answer. <laughs> and that's one way to go about yeah. it, I guess. <laughs> All right, Graham's locked in. Let's see your answers. Matt, what did you have? Uh, Chucky. Oh. That's of correct. Of course. I, I, well, he's not a horror icon, but I said Snuffleupagus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's... I mean, you're, you're correct in that it's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Snuffleupagus. I love that guy. Yeah. Both Chucky and Crypty were designed by FX artist Kevin Yeager. All right. So Matt has pulled ahead again. It is two to one. 
Question number three of round two. In the 1999 found footage juggernaut, The Blair Witch Project, Heather reads from a book about Coffin Rock, a spot where five men were found bound together with their bodies mutilated in what way? Graham's locked in. I'm not sure if I'm right on this. I'm a huge fan of this movie. Matt's locked in. Yeah. Well, Graham, I, let's see how big of a fan you really well, are. I know I know that they were tied together in, like, in the form of a pentagram, but I wouldn't consider that to be mutilation mm-hmm. that way. So I said their eyes were cut out. I don't think we can accept that one. No. Matt, what did you have? I had gutted slash intestines out. I put an exclamation point on That is correct. So... The two acceptable answers were as follows. Torsos sliced with intestines ripped out. Also, faces etched with indecipherable writing. Oh. So, uh, Graham, if okay. you could actually yep. hand over your Blair Witch uh, fan card. <laughs> I know. Horrible. It's horrible. Sorry. Surprise, Sydney. <laughs> Plot Matt, you have gotten three answers correct in a row, which means you have the option, if you would like, to switch your survival item with Graham. As a reminder, you have the wasp spray, and he has a hanky. Yeah, yeah. Now that now that I see what they're, you know, to hell with it. I'm switching. I want to switch them. Oh, he's switcheroo. Give me that. Give me that hanky. Wow. He's got to pull that hair back. I'm going to pull my hair back. This yeah. <laughs> these long, long locks. Get down to business. <laughs> I'm just picturing like like you writing a movie where the hero is like, hand me my hanky. <laughs> it's ponytail right. time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. And it's got that dramatic snap zoom to my hands, tightening it behind my head. Guys, this is turning into a really successful brainstorming session. Yeah, we've written so many movies. I don't think we should let those guys out. No. (laughs) Yeah. Matt is still up three to one. Question number four. In the 2019 Netflix horror flick, The Perfection, what does Lizzie, played by Logan Browning, do after she's been drugged by her lover and hallucinates that she's infected with creepy crawly bugs under her skin? Ooh, Graham is immediately locked in. Matt's locked in. Okay, Graham, what did you have? She cuts off her own hand. That's correct. And Matt, what did you have? Uh, I wrote chop off arm. That's correct. Wow, 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 wow. Nice job. I really enjoyed that movie, and uh, especially because any movie that has full-on Steven Weber dong gets an A-plus from me. Oh, yeah, us too. Agreed. And shameless plug for our other podcast, episode 49 of Kim and Kat's Stay Alive Maybe, we did cover The Perfection on Netflix, so go check it out. All right, so the score is now four to two. Matt is still in the lead. Question number five, final question of round two. In the 2012 3D horror comedy Piranha 3DD, Josh, played by Jean-Luc Bilodeau, and Shelby, played by Katrina Bowden, are getting down to sexy time when a piranha hiding where bites him where. We're looking for two answers. Where was it hiding, and where did it bite him? Uh, You're not going to believe this. I literally... Watched this movie last night before bed. <laughs> Stop it! Really? I'm I'm so sorry, Matt. Why? 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 Wow! <laughs> wow! Psychic. <laughs> Graham is locked in. Matt is 
locked in as well. Better be locked in. Graham, what did you have? Um, I, I, I don't know if this is correct. It said hiding in a jacuzzi and he bites off his dick. Oh, that is half correct. Ah. Let's see if Matt got the full point. In her vagina bites his penis. That is correct. Yeah. And Please, that was my first instinct that I cannot, I cannot fathom somebody actually making a movie where that was the case. Uh-huh. Graham, it happens. You got to go with your gut. Yeah. And I mean, I, who uh, among us has not had a piranha hiding in their vagina? <laughs> I ask you. Yeah, fair. Yeah, it leads to the best line in the movie, too, where she, the girl who's had the piranha in her vagina goes to the hospital and she runs into a couple of her friends and she says josh cut his dick off because of something that came out of my vagina (laughs) (laughs) oh no wow i mean come on that writing all right that's the end of round two and matt you are the winner god damn it (laughs) oh just as a reminder matt now has the hanky and graham has the wasp spray Mm. so you have the option to keep a scratch off lottery ticket or give that to Graham and keep mystery item number two. I'm going to take the mystery item. Going with mystery again. All right. Because the, the, Wendell seems obsessed with lottery stuff. I don't want that. <laughs> Interesting tactic. <laughs> Graham, you get the scratch off lottery ticket. And Matt, you now have a bottle of chloroform. <laughs> Perfect. So before we move into round three, without revealing your plot, do either of you or both of you know whether or not you plan to help the other or leave them for dead. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm certainly wary of Matt because he does have a hanky and chloroform. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's, you know, unless it's Wendell, there's only one person he could use that on, and that's me. Wow, Graham. Uh, yeah, when you're right, you're right. Yeah. I could use the chloroform on myself, Graham. Come give me a break. <laughs> that's true. You know, I just can't stand the terror. And... Graham's a little scared that his opponent is going to chloroform himself. So that's... Uh, I happen to know that Matt is is at least 10% wasp. So, oh, ooh, interesting. So having that wasp really helps. And yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I don't foresee us working together, but I'm open if Matt is open. Interesting. Okay, okay. All right, guys. Round three, final round. Tools of the trade. Questions about horror hardware. And don't forget, guys, you both still have a Ouija you can call in. What was that? Was that yours? I don't know. What it, was it? My, it was my phone. Yours? It's, it's the neighborhood watch alert. He's in the neighborhood, guys. He's getting close. Ah, he's coming. Okay, <laughs> I should get started. Question number one. Leatherface from the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you've seen it, is obviously famous for massacring with a chainsaw. But he attacks Kirk, his first victim in the original film, with a hammer. How does Kirk react to being hit with a hammer? is locked in immediately the competition is on oh matt's locked in graham what did you have um the the correct answer is he has a seizure that is correct Uh, matt what did you have i put falls on floor and convulses is that pass we will take it wowzers okay it is tied up one to one (gasps) that's the door upstairs it's coming in he, he's oh, in the house, shit. guys. We, we got to keep going. Oh, okay, shit. question okay, okay, number okay, okay, two of the final round. In 1978's The Toolbox Murders, Deanne, played by penthouse pet Kelly Nichols, credited under her real name, Marianne Walter, is enjoying some me time in the bathtub when the killer barges in and chases her around her apartment, brandishing, 
what tool? Brandishing a tool from his toolbox. Bounce, chicka, bow, wow. That's right. All right. I, I, we'll, we'll see if the right one. Graham's locked in. You do still each have a Ouija. My grandma always told me to never fuck around with a Ouija board. Mm-hmm. So, you know. She's not wrong. You know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to use my <gasps> Ouija board. Please. Wow. All right. All right. Graham, you're already locked in? I'm already locked in. Okay, that means you're asking me, and I think that they use the classic uh, nail gun. Maybe. I like that. Nail gun. I like it. I'm locked in. All right. Wow. Well, the ghost definitely helped you. I said power drill. Oh, Oh. that is incorrect. Okay, Matt, did you end up going with the Ouija's answer? I I did, and you'll see what I crossed out. I originally had spatula. Spatula? (laughs) Oh, wow. I went went with uh, nail gun. Wow. Yeah, nail gun. You're fucking welcome, Matt. Thank you. Thank Honestly, you. you ever died you're by spatula though? It's not pleasant. Not pleasant. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't. Heard. Have you guys? I've heard from Graham. It's not pleasant. Graham has died from a spatula. Okay. <laughs> I have once before, and I did see recently a video from the new Resident Evil game where somebody, uh, I guess, I guess you can have a spatula as a weapon. Okay. And they went around and they went around spanking the like main villain in the butt with the spatula. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. and, and did that end in their demise or just their annoyance? In the video that I watched, it was it appeared to simply be annoying. Ah, oh, got it. Okay. Well, Matt takes the lead then with the Ouija two to one. Question number three. Identify this completely bonkers custom weapon featured in a 1987 slasher sequel from the following sound. <laughs> Graham's like <laughs> Graham, what did you have? That could be nothing other than the guitar drill from Slumber Party Massacre Part 2. That is correct. And Matt, what did you have? The same Slumber Party Massacre 2 guitar drill. Both correct. Which, Good job. Which I think the thing that clued me in before that was the laugh. That guy's laugh. is yeah. a laugh, I know. And immediately I was like, oh, I know what this is. Surprise, Sydney. Another plot twist! twist! Okay, Matt, you know the drill. You can swap one of your items with one of Graham's items, if you so choose, or you can keep your own. As a reminder, Matt, you have the hanky and chloroform, and Graham has wasp spray and lottery ticket. I have a tough time saying wasp spray. Anyone else? Yeah, it's a tongue twister. (laughs) Wasp spray. Yeah, it's a tough one. So guys, make sure that we figure out ways to make Kim say wasp spray over and over again, okay? (laughs) You know, Kim, I can't remember. I I know what I have. What does Graham have again? (laughs) He's got the lottery ticket. (laughs) Not that one. The other one. Yeah, what's the other one? The wasp spray. Nice enunciation. Okay. <laughs> wasp spray. <laughs> See, that became one word. I couldn't do it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. okay, Matt, are you keeping your, your shit or are you giving it away? I'm going to keep it. I like the uniformity of my items. They go together. All right. I like that choice. Yeah, Matt's keeping the hanky and the chloroform and leaving Graham the uh, lottery ticket and the, and the, the, the what, Kim? the wasp spray i hate you guys oh those are some squishy scabby sounds upstairs guys he's right above us so let's 
keep this train moving with question number four of our final round. This movie, allegedly based on a Stephen King story about a satyr who makes ritual human sacrifices, bears so little resemblance to the source material that King successfully sued to have his name removed from the credits. Graham is locked in. I'm drawing a blank. Oh, no. No, this can't lead to a time. <laughs> oh, the pressure is on, Matt. <laughs> you know I'm always praying for a tie. Whatever. I know this isn't right. Okay, I'm locked in. Okay, Matt's oh. locked in. Graham, what did you have with your very confident answer? Uh, the correct answer is Lawnmower Man. That is the correct answer. Okay, Matt, what did you come up uh, with? Of course it's Lawnmower Man. I put thinner, which is not correct. Incorrect. No. That is means that we're tied up. We're tied up. Oh, that's a dragon body sound. Uh, sorry, not, that's not not a dragon body. <laughs> it is the sound of Wendell Just dragging. Just take your out of here, okay? <laughs> I don't even want you in this basement with me anymore. I hope, I hope, I hope you all escape. <laughs> Team up on me. All right, last question of the game. Here we go. In the ultraviolent 2003 French slasher flick, High Tension, what tool does Alexia, played by Mai Wen, shove into the chest of the killer? Grandma's locked in. This is for the round, because it's a tight game. Matt's locked in. Graham, what did you have? But I don't know the correct terminology, but I, I believe it's a submit cutter slash saw. Yeah, I have circular saw. But it's specifically for submit. Both incorrect. <gasps> Whoa. Really? I'm so sorry. It's a crowbar. <gasps> wow. Oh, God. Because wow, you just okay. married that movie with that circular saw so much. Yeah, the windshield. Get to the windshield. Oh, what a good question. Yes. How dare you? Oh. You know what that means. I'm so excited. Tiebreaker of the game. <laughs> oh Yay! Okay. This, is this one's really fun. In the style of Edward Scissorhands, come up with a horror movie killer by replacing a body part with a weapon of some kind. Your answer will have three parts first name, weapon, body part. Example Shelby Piranha Vagina. <laughs> <laughs> you took the answer. <laughs> So sorry. And once again, Kim and Kat will pick their favorite. Yes. Look at me. I'm literally <laughs> glowing. I'm ghost glowing. I'm so excited. Why do I love you, you so much? <laughs> You're glowing so hard you could like move the penny like, like it doesn't ghost. I know. <laughs> You're using all your power. Locked Matt's locked in. I want to get our killer riled up before he comes down here. <laughs> <laughs> Just the way to do it. Stupid. <laughs> oh, the stupider the better. Honestly, we love stupid. <laughs> this is really dumb. All right, great. All right, everyone's locked in. Matt, you were locked in first. What did you have? Wendell's spatula dick. <laughs> oh, okay. And Graham, what did you have? I went with my gut. Eloise, bad movie review feat. <laughs> Eloise, bad movie review feat. Wow, that sounds personal. <laughs> Graham's working through some stuff with that <laughs> Somebody one. Somebody has hurt me in the past. Yeah, that, that's very clear. 
And I think her name was Eloise. <laughs> Graham's been holding on to that name for years. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, these were those were both very Left. Oh no, we're making <laughs> we're making so both good. of these movies. Again, this yeah. is a pitching session down here. I'm having a yeah. tough time. Okay. 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 Okay, Kim, do you want to announce our winner? Our round? winner is Eloise the yes. Bad Movie Review Feed. <laughs> yes. I love it. I love it. Graham, I hope this provided you some closure with whoever this Eloise may be. Um, huge weight lifted off my shoulders. Bro. Both fantastic answers. Phenomenal yes. answers. <laughs> Truly. I, it, was, it was a tough one. I want to see spatula dick. Yeah. <laughs> spatula dick. He can make pancakes or slap you. So, Graham, you won round three. Which means you get first dibs on our round three items. Item number one is a roll of duct tape. So you can keep that and give Matt the mystery item or chance it and take the mystery item yourself. Well, see, I'm nervous because Matt already has a hanky and chloroform. And adding a roll of duct tape to that just sort of feels like it's, you know, signing my death warrant. You're not wrong. Um you know, then I'm wondering too. You know, I have I, I have these two seemingly unrelated items, and I'm wondering if the mystery item will sort of solve the puzzle. Mm. You know, bring them all together. That's what I'm supposed to do. I think I'm, I think I'm going to take my chances. I'm going to give myself the mystery item. Okay. All right. Well, that means that Matt now has a hanky, chloroform, and duct tape. Nothing new there. <laughs> and Graham has what, Kim? Uh, wasp spray, <laughs> a lottery ticket, and a small jar of ghost peppers. Sting. Okay. And those things are deadly. Yeah, those don't fuck around. Okay, Wendell's going to come down here any second. So before he does, you have to create a plan using all of your items to get out of the cellar. Now, here's the important part. Listen up. Your plan has to convince us that it would actually work. So you can either decide to work together, pooling your resources to try to escape, or you can choose to go it alone and try to defeat Wendell and get out all by yourself. But you have to make your decision in secret without consulting the other player. Don't talk to each other. Look at your items. Don't be friends. Do you have, don't be friends. Do you have enough to make a plan to defeat Wendell on your own? Or do you need something the other player has? The other players screw you at every turn, trying to leave you with the crappy items? This is where it gets interesting. If you both choose to go it alone, then you compete against each other, and we'll decide who's got the better plan to stay alive. If you both choose to work together, you'll team up to devise a plan to try to survive. But there's a twist! Apparently, Wendell got word that our contestants were getting a little too chummy down here. Chum, chum, chum. So he's decided to make things a little more difficult. If players decide to work together, you may lose up to two of your survival items. That's right. Your ghost hosts will each roll a die, no pun intended, to decide the fate of up to two of your items. So if you have two items that won't work without each other, you might lose one of them. So under that scenario, you collaborate on a plan using your diminished list of items, and if your plan convinces us that it would work, you'll escape, but you will have to split the gift card 50-50. But 
If one of you chooses to work together and the other one chooses to go it alone, whoever chose to work together dies. Goodbye. See ya. And the go it alone player will come up with a plan to try and escape using only their items. If your escape plan works, you survive the cellar and keep all of the prizes to yourself. <laughs> so what's it going to be? You have to decide now, work together or go it alone. Write down your answers. <laughs> <laughs> what a maniacal laugh. <laughs> yeah. Graham and Matt are both locked in. So on the count of three, we want you to say what you've chosen. One, two, three. Work go it together. alone. Oh! Thanks a bunch, Graham. You just killed me. I had some helpful shit. Matt chose to work together. Wow. Wow. Like a good friend, and Graham (laughs) just slaughtered him. Wow. Sorry, Matt. Welcome to the basement, my friend. It's nice to be here. Ghost Happy Hour starts. Five o'clock sharp. Cheers. We'll be writing movies down here. It's going to be great. Well, yeah, let's write Halloween Aquarium. Graham's not allowed anymore. I love it. Now, <laughs> he, here, here's the thing. Graham still has to come up with a plan with just his three items that convinces us it'll defeat Wendell. Right. So there is still a chance that we might have another friend to happy hour with. So Graham, take your time and tell us what your plan is. Well, I know exactly what my plan is oh. because to me... These three items, are, you know, they're a puzzle that all work together. Got it. Okay. So what I'm going to do, so right, we know that Wendell's obsessed with the lottery. And and so I know that that lottery ticket is is a, uh, a real carrot for old Wendell. So mm. Wendell comes in and they look, I've got this lottery ticket. And it's it's a huge jackpot. Okay. He's going to go, oh shit, okay, I want to go see this. What I will have done before that, though, is I will have taken those ghost peppers, cut them open, and rubbed them all over the lottery ticket. So he's going to handle that lottery ticket. He's going to look at it. It doesn't really matter because while he's looking at it, handling that lottery ticket with the ghost pepper on them, I'm going to spray him the eyes with wasp spray. Yes. Of course, what's he going to do? He's going to touch his eyes. His eyes. (laughs) Totally blinded. And while he's blinded, I shove Matt into the corner for him to die. And then I run out and save myself. Wow. Wow. Okay, Kim and I are wow. going to uh, deliberate here. You Survive. are a survivor, Graham. Congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. But also congratulations to you, Matt. You have two new adorable ghost roommates. I do. I'm Yay. happy to be here. That hurt a lot, Graham. And also I, Wendell, I that hurt a lot. I, I felt that. Uh, you know, look, famously, when I went to a haunted house once with my wife, a, a demon came running out of, out of the shadows, and I famously shoved her in front of the demon and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so this is this, very this much is, in character for yeah, me. Yeah, par for yeah. the course. This is on brand. All right, good to know, good to know. So your wife isn't going to be surprised by the fact that you have made it out of the cellar, and in addition, you've won a $100 Amazon gift card, as well as a prize pack featuring Blu-rays and swag, courtesy of Dread. And slaughtered your friend. Amazing. <laughs> and, and, and that 
Matt is dead. But you know, that's okay. Yeah, I'll be haunting you soon. <laughs> yeah, that's the revenge. He's a ghost now, so watch out. Okay, so that brings us to the end of our show. And I know that our listeners are going to want to know where to find our two contestants. So can you tell us where people can find you if you so wish to be found and any projects you'd like to plug? Graham? Yeah, um, I'm at Graham Skipper on Twitter and uh, certainly Dementia Part 2 coming out May 21st. Super excited about it. Very, very proud of this movie uh, and proud to be a part of it. And uh, I think you all will thoroughly enjoy it. And then, um, yeah, every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific on Spoon, which is a, a, a new app on you can get in your app store. So it's like Spoon, not a fork, but a spoon. Um, I have a show called <laughs> Down in the Basement. So similar to the store. Um, but, yeah, a show called Down in the Basement, uh, and we talk a horror uh, every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Pacific. It's a live show, so you can chat uh, and talk to me while it's happening. You can even call in. Just this past Wednesday, Matt Mercer himself was my guest and called into the show, and we spoke about Dementia Part 2 and uh, filmmaking at length. So it's always a fun time. That's down in the basement every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Pacific on Spoon Network. Cool. Love it. And new roommate, how about you? Hey. Hey, roomies. Uh, My handle is Mercer Shark, (laughs) oddly enough. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Mercer Shark on Instagram and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, as far as plugging goes, it's the same thing. Dementia Part 2 coming out. Uh, and uh, I was very lucky that Graham agreed to do the movie, and we're really excited about it. It's just a fun, goofy, uh, really weird romp. Thanks for having us on. And um, I did have a question, though. Kim, what was the first yes, thing yeah. on Graham's list again? His list of I <laughs> you. New roommate. That's right. You and Ketrin are going to gang up on me forever now. Yes, we are. You're going to have to put up with me. All right. This this episode has been brought to you by Wasp. Right? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, <laughs> you guys have been amazing. Thanks for chumming it up with us. Uh, <laughs> This has been Kim and Kat Survive the Cellar. Follow us at KKSTC Podcast on all the things and be sure to rate, subscribe, and review. And you can check out our other podcast, Kim and Kat Stay Alive, maybe, where we take turns seeing if we can survive horror movies we've never seen before. New episodes out every Wednesday wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you again. Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you. That was a blast. Thank y'all. Thank you. That was so much fun. So until next time. Stay alive! That was a hoot.